Hi, it's Dwyer, gamblersadvisory.com, a free site, bettingangle.us, a free site. Today is Tuesday, March the 1st, 2022. Let's talk about heavyweight boxing. I want people to understand um, what makes a great heavyweight as I see it. I know I've upset a lot of people here criticizing fighters like Anthony Joshua, who has a lot of fans, is a box office king, right? Deontay Wilder, who arguably has the best punch in boxing, right? Was the heavyweight champ for five years. People are upset when I take opponents against them, right? Usyk, for example, over Joshua. And folks are wondering, hey, what makes a great heavyweight champ? Now, there is a very important video for me personally because it highlights a great heavyweight champ who I was actually alive to see. I was there during his reign. And it's interesting because one of the sad parts of boxing is that people forget the greats even when they're among us. Right, This guy owned the heavyweight division to the point where there were other champions. But you knew who the heavyweight champ was. Right, He had more credibility than the sanctioning bodies. Right, You understood. You were not the heavyweight champion until you beat Larry Holmes. And understand, Holmes was the champ for years. For years. Well, it's very hard to find a video that conveys the greatness. Believe it or not, the modern martial artist, and let me tip my hat to him. He has over 240,000 subscribers. Uh, I'm now one of them. Right, he. This is one of the first videos I've seen where they show footage of Larry Holmes, and you understand that he's clearly better than most of the heavyweights you've seen. Now let's give specific examples, and let me give the modern martial artist credit. He does not key exclusively on Larry Holmes's jab, which was tremendous. Let me also point out that here on YouTube, there is a video of Larry Holmes talking to Ernie Shavers, one of the hardest punchers of the 1970s, a man who fought both Muhammad Ali and Larry Holmes. Understand, Holmes was Ali's sparring partner for years, right, for years. And it's clear to Ernie Shavers that by far, by far, the better jab was Larry Holmes's jab, right? Because Ali's jab would sting you. Larry Holmes's jab would hurt you. Well, let's talk about the other things that made Holmes great. And you should look for these other things in current heavyweights. Folks, outside of Tyson Fury... They don't exist in other heavyweights, right? First, Larry Holmes, in part because he trained with Ali, 
knew how to control distance. He understood distance. Now, the great ones always do things differently. So Larry has a low guard. He didn't keep his hands up like this much. He actually has his hands low. But he had an innate sense of timing where when you threw on him, he was able, without raising a hand, to lean away. Right? So you'll notice in the film clips, there are several that the modern martial artist has in his video. By the way, that video is in my favorites folder on YouTube. Right? Dwyer70905 is the YouTube account. You'll notice that Larry's fighting guys. First off, there's volume. This isn't a Deontay Wilder fight where both guys are just looking at each other for several rounds. No, there's actual volume. Guys are throwing with both hands. Right? Guys are moving. I don't know what happened to movement in the heavyweight division. Everyone's flat-footed these days. Right? There's movement. And you'll notice that Larry Holmes, while on the move, sees guys throwing punches at him, and like Ali, sometimes he just leans his head. The punch stops here. Right? Sometimes the punch even hits him, but Larry's rolling with the punch. There's actually something called timing. Right? This isn't today's heavyweights where, you know, guys have their hands up, they're big, they're clunky. No, this is fluidity. Right? So Larry Holmes has the great jab. Larry Holmes has defensive skills. But it gets better. Rather than today's heavyweights, right? The guy has his hand up. He waits for your punch to hit his forearms. Right? To hit his gloves before he punches back. That's not Larry Holmes. Larry Holmes had some Vitaly Klitschko in him. It's an active defense. So Holmes is sticking a hand out. In other words, he's not passive, waiting for the punch to hit him. So he says, okay, I have that blocked. Right? No, Larry Holmes, when he's in the pocket, is sticking out a hand for closing the angle on you before you throw the punch. He's also catching punches with his arm, just like Vitaly. Right? This is why both guys were great heavyweights. So as you come in and you try to box Larry Holmes, right? Larry Holmes is sticking a hand out and stopping your punch before it gets to him. And then, of course, he's throwing that wide right of his. He's countering you immediately. Right? That active defense is something most heavyweights today, most, don't have. Right? For me, it's a line of demarcation between great heavyweights and guys who are very good, but who don't belong in the conversation. Right? You don't have Deontay Wilder trading with the guy. Right? Not just relying on a great straight right hand. No, trading with the guy and 
hunting the guy down, stopping what the guy's doing by figuring out the angles, right? Right hand, this guy throws a right hand, you know, let's say about shoulder level, Larry Holmes would stick a hand out. You know, and he would do it in a way where it wouldn't look like he's, you know, throwing the hand in lieu of a jab. No, this is a defensive maneuver. Right? He'd know you're throwing right hands about shoulder level. He'd stick a hand out. He'd catch the punch and then come across with the right hand. Also, and this is real advanced stuff to me. Larry Holmes had some, in the video, they call it George Foreman, right, type grappling skills. We'll add a couple of names here. They also mention Lomachenko, right? Let's throw in Roberto Duran's name, right? These are the moves where Holmes, now keep in mind, he has distance covered. His hands are low, in part because he has one of boxing's greatest jabs ever. Right? As I've said here many times, if you didn't get by the jab, you weren't beating Larry Holmes. The fight didn't start until you showed you could get by the jab. Well, understand, Holmes could grapple with you. So he would come inside and hold your hands. And he would do it in such a way where it didn't look like he was fouling you. Right? This is like Roberto Duran getting inside and you notice he's holding one of your hands. They even show clips in the modern martial artist where Lomachenko comes in, guys are covered, and Loma literally pulls the, guy, the guy's hand down while he hits the guy, right? Folks, these are moves that Larry Holmes used to do. He was a better inside fighter than Ali, than 90% of the fighters out there, right? His skill level was such that not only is he with the active defense, right? In other words, he's sticking his hands out. You want to see a great fight like this with two other fighters? Look at Vitaly Klitschko's destruction of an active Chris Ariola. Right? Guys with an active defense, they're not waiting for you. They're not up on the ropes getting battered. No, they're there sticking a hand out, having you hit the hand. Right? Well, Larry Holmes would go one step further. If you had your hand someplace where he could put his hand on it, that's what he'd do while he threw a right hand. Let me also say, finally, and I'll close with this, and again, I'm just talking about a guy who's still alive, a guy with strong opinions, a guy who young boxers need to realize in terms of skills, was highly skilled, right? Owned the heavyweight division in a way that most of the guys today don't. Right, today we talk about, oh, who has what belt? Usyk has this belt. Uh, Tyson Fury has that belt. I'm telling you, in the late 70s, we didn't care about that. 
you knew whatever belt Larry Owens held, he was the heavyweight champ. Right? There was no question. He was the, there wasn't even an outcry for a unification match. You knew Holmes was the champ occasionally. Some guy would come along, Jerry Cooney, and everyone would say, oh, can Larry handle Jerry Cooney? No one even cared if it was for the undisputed heavyweight title because you knew Holmes was the best. Right? The legs. In the video, the modern martial artists start showing you that Ali would circle an opponent a certain way and that Larry Holmes did it differently, right? Larry would actually move toward your left hand and he would do it in an unorthodox way, right? Trainers will cringe where sometimes Larry crossed his feet. I know that's boxing heresy. Right? Your footwork should be such where you're never in a position with cross feet where the guy just hits you a little bit and you're off balance. But this is Larry Holmes, right? The low hands, the movement where he's circling you and he even crosses his feet. You'll notice Larry, who was a tall guy, could actually get up on his toes and dance. Think about that when you're watching Anthony Joshua today. Right, folks, it's, it's just not happening with most of these heavyweights. Right, with Larry Holmes, Larry could dance. Larry could move. He didn't have to. Right, because Larry, Lord knows, had that great jab. Larry, you know, you understood if you couldn't slip the jab, if you didn't have the upper body movement, if your head wasn't on a swivel and you couldn't get inside, the fight was over. You were losing literally 80% of the rounds. Then, of course, when you got inside, you found out that Holmes was advanced inside. And you found out that angles were foreclosed. Right? Larry would, would have a hand over. You couldn't throw the right hand on him. If you reach for Larry's body, good luck, because Holmes was excellent inside. Holmes could move, pivot, hit you in the body. Well, I'm just telling you, when the modern martial artists start showing you the differences between Larry up on his toes and Ali up on his toes, you understand you're looking at two of the elite heavyweights up on their toes. Implicit is the fact that, unless you're talking about Tyson Fury, who also has great legs, right? You're losing 90% of heavyweights, right? Dylan White's about to fight for a heavyweight title, folks. You're losing him, right? I mean, I, I don't know what else to say, right? The minute you say up on your toes, you're losing Derek Chisora, right? These guys just didn't move like Larry Holmes, right? The entity that really beat Larry Holmes, and I understand the Sphinx fights are controversial, right? The interesting thing with Larry is that he was not loved. 
right? You know, people loved Ali. People did not love Larry Holmes, right? I'm just telling you. <laughs> I'm just telling you that if Larry had any love from the fans, I don't think he loses that first Sphinx fight. Right? And understand, he was unbeaten at the time. He was going for Rocky Marciano's record. Right? Think about that. Well, then Larry Holmes, after the second Sphinx fight, retires from the sport. When he comes back, right, Don King talks him into returning. He faces a then-in-his-prime Mike Tyson. Right? By that point, folks, Larry was an older guy. Right? Father time is really what stopped Larry Holmes's career. Right? Let me also point out, too, that Larry had some car crashes. He's fighting Ernie Shavers in a fight you need to remember because Ernie hits Larry, and I'm not sure if Larry knew where he was. Larry hits the canvas. Right? When Larry gets off the canvas with his title hanging in the balance, and this is not the end of the Deontay Wilder Tyson Fury fight, right? The 12th round of their, you know, first fight. No, no. Larry had to kill time in the round. <laughs> Larry gets off the canvas. Understand, this round was not the last round of the fight. Larry against Shavers, a hellacious puncher, right? I would say if you think about the 70s, in terms of punches, there's Foreman, Ron Lyle, Ernie Shavers, right? Back in the 70s, those were the guys who, at a time when you had other guys, Joe Fraser, Ken Norton, those were the guys who you knew had the special punches, right? Well, let me just point out, Holmes gets up off the canvas against Ernie Shavers. He's dazed and confused. He's about to lose his title. Semi-conscious... Right? Let's remember, the 70s, different understanding of refereeing. While semi-conscious, Larry gets up on his toes and starts sticking a jab. As you look at the footage, you have to realize, fully conscious, Anthony Joshua can't come close to that. Can't... <laughs> I mean, you know, in terms of skill level, you're looking at Larry Holmes, who's just been knocked down. He gets off the canvas, and you realize semi-conscious. He moves better than most of the heavyweights today. So treat yourself to something special. You need to learn about this man. It always throws me when I'm talking to people. And I mentioned that Larry Holmes was a dominant champ. I'm just telling you, if you were around in the late 70s, early 80s, that was self-evident. Right? That, that was obvious. Well, I'm just telling you, he's one of the best heavyweights I have ever seen. Right? He had legs that Vladimir Klitschko couldn't dream of having. He had what I call a mobile jab. In other words... Vladimir Klitschko could hit you with a very good jab when he was stationary. The difference between him and Tyson Fury 
as Tyson Fury can take his jab on the road. He can move, and the jab's still stiff. Well, understand, the reference point for a stiff jab is Larry Holmes. Right? Larry, mobile jab, right? Better defense than, let's say, a Vladimir Klitschko. Right? I don't mean to diss Klitschko too much. He's certainly a Hall of Famer. Right? But all I'm saying is, if you believe that there's levels to this, right? understand that Larry Holmes is fluid. Vladimir Klitschko was robotic. Right? Larry has a jab that Vitaly, and I consider Vitaly to be a great heavyweight, Vitaly did not have. Larry has legs that Lennox Lewis did not have. Right? When you're thinking about the great heavyweights in history, give this video a look. Right? Understand, there did exist a heavyweight division before Mike Tyson, right? Larry has the title for the early part of the 1980s, right? His reign, quite frankly, was more impressive than Mike Tyson's, right? I don't mean to diss Tyson. Tyson's certainly a Hall of Famer, right? Tyson, one of the hardest punchers I've seen. Tyson was feared, right? During the time when I followed boxing, the most feared men, where Foreman, I, I cannot emphasize enough how in the 70s, and I know Foreman did not have the belt that long, but everyone considered Foreman to be the baddest man on the planet, right? Very long shadow, right? During my life, Foreman was the most feared guy, and then there was Tyson, right? You know, heavyweight chance where you heard a guy was fighting them, and you thought, man, I hope that guy doesn't get badly hurt, right? And neither of these guys tried to be warm and cuddly. Well, just understand, during the time I've watched boxing, Larry Holmes is one of the dominant figures at heavyweight. Dominant. Right now, I know we're in 2022, and I know Larry left the ring before many people got into boxing. Okay, fine. But don't make the mistake of discounting him. Understand, his fight against Larry Holmes, excuse me, his fight against Ali, and I know Ali was past his prime, but understand Ali later goes on to look okay against Trevor Burbeck. Ali still had something in the tank. But when he was in against Larry Holmes, he looked completely finished, right? It was a mismatch, right? Ali couldn't touch Holmes. Holmes opens up at times. Then Holmes turns to the referee while fighting Ali and calls on the referee to stop the fight, right? Understand, Larry was that dominant, right? After that Holmes-Ali fight, Ali looks good against Burbank. Think about it. Anyway, check out the video. By the way, The Modern Martial Artist has other videos on other 
fighters, right? But pay attention to this one, Larry Holmes, because he's one of the best fighters in history, right? My father and I always used to have an argument. This was a several-year argument. In fact, this argument took place through most of my childhood, where I kept hearing about Joe Lewis, right? Now, keep in mind, this is before, you know, VCRs were widespread and, widespread and stuff like that. I kept hearing about Joe Lewis. And I, you know, saw some Joe Lewis fights, right? You know, you'd have to be in front of a TV watching Marv Albert talk about old fights and having people like Burt Sugar, if you remember him, on the telecast, uh, talk about old fighters. And Joe Lewis, great puncher, spectacular puncher, short puncher, right? Dangerous, one of boxing's best body punchers ever. But Joe Lewis could barely move. I mean, barely move. Right? If, an, if a Larry Holmes was in the ring with Joe Lewis, and I know my dad right now would slap me if he were still alive, I just don't know how Joe Lewis would make that fight competitive. To me, that would be like Vladimir Klitschko against Tyson Fury a dominant performance when Fury takes the title, right? A guy with legs who knows how to use them, who has a jab, who can go right or left, who's not going to allow a pocket to form so the slower-moving fighter can time a right hand, has a distinct advantage. As you look at Holmes and you understand his jab was mobile, just understand, with that jab and his legs, that would give him the advantage over most of the fighters in history. Then when you realize that defensively he has an active defense, and he's one of the premier grapplers, right? Wow, folks, you're talking about a great fighter. That's how I see it. Let me hear from you. I hope you leave your comments in the comment section of this video. Let me also point out, too, that I recognize that there are some old-timers like me who watch my videos. If you were alive during the Larry Holmes era, and Holmes had some spectacular car crashes, right? I was watching Holmes against Ronaldo Stipes. It was on network TV, right? Back then, we weren't dealing with, you know... Um, ESPN Plus, Apps, uh, The Zone, and all that other stuff. It was on network TV. And I remember I was looking at the fight, then Ronaldo Snipes <laughs> dropped Larry Holmes. Holmes went down hard. At first, it looked as bad as when Lennox Lewis got dropped by Haseeb Rockman. Somehow, Holmes got up and was able to win that fight. Right? Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying Holmes's chin was an all-time champ. But what I am saying is, ooh, when he was on his game, the Jerry Cooney fight, folks, is not close. Right? That's not close. And Cooney, of course, had destroyed Ken Norton in one round. Right? So, you know, I'm shocked that Larry isn't viewed as being on Mount Rushmore I'm a little bit surprised that boxing culture is such that, you know, when a Lennox Lewis is ringside, people aren't giving him the respect 
that having been an undisputed champion warrants, right? Let's look at some of these old timers and let's remember who they were. Larry Holmes was an all-time great. That's how I see it. Let me hear from you. I hope you leave your comments in the comment section of this video. Thanks for stopping by.